Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Being here this morning, and I thank God for being in this room this morning. I don't know about you, but I need Him more today than I ever did. I need Him. I need Him. Before I bring a word today, and I'm going to attack the devil and his lies against your life today. So I know I'm going to fight him, and I'm going I'm to fight him for you. And because you deserve to know something, he's trying to hide from you. And I want to bring your word to fight him today, in Jesus' name. Let's get to the word today. I have something I'm going to preach for you today. In Leviticus chapter 16, reading with verse 7 through 10, 7 through 10. Follow me. He shall take two goats, present them before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Aaron shall cast lots upon the two goats, one of the lot for the Lord and the other lot for the scapegoat. And Aaron shall bring the goat upon which the Lord's lot fell and offer him for a sin offering and the goat on which the lot fell to be the scapegoat shall he present alive before the Lord to make an atonement with him and to let him go for a scapegoat into the wilderness I want to preach this for you today if you'll help me if you'll help me now I don't need nobody sitting there looking and let me force feed you when my mama said the food was ready She didn't have to come and set me down and open my mouth and put food in my mouth. Now, this is what irritates me and every preacher. When you've prepared a a food and you've got to force folks to feed it. Now, that's why why people get irritated up here. Now, if you ain't going to eat it, spit it out. But there are hungry folks who really want a word from God. I have a word. Now, you listen to me today. Say, this is for me. God wants to preach you something to the devil today. So I'm standing between you and that adversary that wants to destroy all of us. But how many knows that we got a God that's already told us how the end's going to be? Shout, it's not over. Father, we love you today. Thank you for your wonderful, wonderful presence Thank you for the spirit of those who worship, those who are hungry, God. Thank you, God, for your word. Help me, God, to bring your word today to sow seeds in the hearts of the great saints who are hungry. And I plead your blood over and bless them physically, spiritually. God, in their life today, holy God, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody shout amen. If you love him, if you praise him one more time, you did great already. He's a mighty God. I said he's a mighty God. He's a mighty God in Christ. My, 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 my. He's in the house. can be seated. There is a thought and there is a myth that needs to be destroyed today. It needs to be removed from the very mind and the mind pattern, thought patterns of so many. In that way, in the only way to do that, 
destroyed is with the word of God. John 8 and 32 said, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This thought or this myth is this. You hear me today, you got to hear it. This myth is this. I know I have sinned and God has forgave me, but it's still on my mind and it still seems that it affects my life. But the Bible says that the truth shall make you free. A lot, a lot of holdups is this myth or this thought. But it's time. Come on and shout, it's time. Somebody shout, it's time. It's time to break free from this thought process and move on forward to the life that God has for you today. Shout, I'm free today. In Psalms 103 and 12 tells us, you hear the word, as far as the east is from the west, So far hath he removed our transgressions from us. You hear me? Your sins that bear the curse has been removed from your life. How many is thankful today that God has removed that curse, the sin that used to hold you, but now he's removed the curse from your life. The change, saint of God, the change. Who comes when you renew your mind today? You renew it from the way that you have lived under that sin or that habit. Romans 12 and 2 tells me and you today that our mind be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove What is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God? Hear me. The world, you hear me now, your adversary cannot hold you when you renew your mind and knowing from living under the curse to living free from the cure. He don't want you to know today that you're free. He don't want you to know today that that curse don't hold you anymore. And the battle was so many today, and that's why some of you sit here like zombies sometimes. That devil's got you convinced that you can't conquer your future or you can't overcome your past. But I got a message to hell today. He's already conquered you. He's already destroyed you. He's already took your power away. Anybody thankful for the blood? that washed away your sins. Anybody thankful for the mercy and the grace of our gracious God? Anybody thankful? Hear me, the curse, the curse is no favor of God when you live out from under his will. Some of you think that you cannot move ahead in life because of what you have done. But Jesus has crushed that myth. Somebody shout, he's crushed that myth. Wake up today, it's Sunday morning. You should have jumped in some cold water. Say, he's crushed it. I'm gonna keep doing it. You wake up, say, he's crushed it. 
That devil don't hold you no more. You're free from him. You quit listening to his lies, you precious saints of God. You're free from him. If you repented of your sin, been baptized in his wonderful name, received the Holy Ghost, here, come on, his blood covers a, a multitude of sin, and that sin cannot affect you anymore. So you hear me now, Jesus has crushed the myth. You see, through his death, burial, and resurrection, he took away the curse, and it gives me and you a new life. How many thanks for, for the new life today? Somebody shout, I'm free to live again. Shout, I'm free to possess my promises. Come on, shout, I'm free to possess my promises. Shout, I'm free to obtain my healing. Some of you ain't even open your mouth. You should suffer. Say it again. I'm free to obtain my healing. Say it's my miracle. It's my breakthrough. I shouldn't even force you to say it. You should be reaching up in the spirit and say it's mine today. It's mine. It's mine. Hallelujah. It's mine. Now hear me, follow me. Oh, Jesus spoke this to me. Genesis 2. Listen to me, you ready? God tells Adam, there's one tree, and this tree is the knowledge of good and evil. In the garden, he said, that you shall not partake of this tree. When you do, he said, you're going to die, surely die. That is, you're going to be separated from me, Adam. So Eve allow Satan to use, hear me, the lust of the flesh. He uses the lust of the flesh to draw her away to partake of this fruit and she partakes of it and falls. You see, they both fall into sin. But can I shout to you something? Life is not over because you failed. Life is not over because you sinned. Life is not over because you made a mistake. Life is not over because you broke a commandment. Come on. Somebody shout it ain't over. Shout it ain't over. You're going to make me work today. Shout it ain't over. Say we ain't finished yet. Say it ain't done yet. I don't know why you need a miracle. You ain't acting like you need a miracle. You tell that devil I'm hearing from God. Jesus is preaching for you today. He's telling you it ain't over. Just because you failed, it ain't over. Just because you made a mistake, it ain't over. Just because you broke a commandment, it ain't over. My God, I feel his sweet holy. Oh, my sweet Jesus. I'm about to have a fit. Hey, 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 hey. Well, after their failure, they hid from God. They stay home from church. They separate from the fellowship of God's people. But the Lord, oh, I love this part. Ah, but after their failure, the Lord called Adam, where art thou? Come on, church. God will still speak to you even after you fail. 
on now. Don't let the devil tell you God don't love you. Don't you let the devil tell you God ain't gonna speak to you again. You know he's already calling for you. Hey, Adam, where you at? Hey, Eve, where you at? Just because you may not be in the place that you need to be, he's still gonna call for you. He wants you back. He wants you back. You listen to me. It's you look here. Whoo, you ready? It's condemnation. It's condemnation. Come on. It's condemnation that falls on our lives after our failure. Condemnation and tells us there's no use to try again. There's no use to worship. There's no, that's why some of you say he's, he's convinced you. But Jesus has brought this word to tell, help somebody. Ah, you hear me. Condemnation will try to hide the voice of conviction. Jesus is still calling for you. Jesus ain't gave up on you. Jesus ain't quit on you. Jesus said, come on, folks. He knows you ain't where you used to be. He knows you're not where you're supposed to be. But Come on, somebody. Say, he ain't quit on me. No, you say, he ain't quit on me. Say, he ain't quit on me. Oh, I'm so thankful, God, you don't quit on me. I'm thankful you don't give up on me. I'm thankful, God, you don't forget me. I'm thankful you still love me. I'm thankful even though I mess up. You hear me? You can hear word, and the Lord woke me up the other night. Spoke to this in my dream. He spoke, and I woke up, and this is what he said. He said, I've given so much strong word and good word that it's become routine for them. But the danger of becoming routine and normal is when I speak and they keep on taking it as normal and never change. You better hear me. And the Lord said, that's when I'll turn them over to a reprobate mind and that thing will kill them. You better hear me if you've even got to fake it today. I wouldn't sit there as being something normal. I'd get up and make the devil think this is tearing me up. I'd make him think this is moving my world because you can't take it as normal. The voice of God is telling somebody, don't you let condemnation get you down. Don't you let it beat you and tell you you can't have another chance. Don't you do it. I'm here to tell you, he's bringing conviction to tell you he still loves you. You listen to me right now. Oh, God calls for Adam and Eve from where they were. Uh, do you hear me? He calls you from where you are. How many have stepped back in life and just trying to survive and not pushing forward? You, you're set right where you are and you're not even trying no more. You're sitting there. I got news for you. You can die there broke, busted, and disgusted, but I got news for you. God's got a whole lot more. 
God's got a whole lot more blessings. Is anybody in the house ready for those blessings? Well, they're not going to come to you just... I'm here to tell some precious woman of God, man of God, you ain't seen it all yet. You ain't received it all yet. You got more coming to you. Oh, saint of God, there's more for you. Somebody ought to praise him. It's coming to your house. It's coming to your family. It's coming in your life. Oh, I know it's more. My sweet Jesus, I feel you, God, today. I feel you, God. I feel you. God tells, Adam tells God, I'm back here. I'm back here in the garden. I failed. I'm hiding, Lord. I'm naked. Somebody shout, life's not over. God kills. God kills a lamb. Takes that skin and makes it coats to cover the nakedness of Adam and Eve. Oh, and I had some smart nobody know it all knows the Bible. Took it out of text, and I had to straighten them up. They used the verse where it says, "God only." He don't. He don't look at the outward appearance. Looks at the heart. Well, that's a lie. That ain't what he was talking about. Samuel the prophet is going in Jesse's house. He is standing there, and he's looking for a new king for Israel. His oldest son walks in. Samuel's about to anoint him with oil because he's the right height of Saul. Looks like him. And God said, hold on, boy. Uh-uh. I know you're looking at the outward appearance, but I'm looking at a heart. And about the 10th son, here come a little 16-year-old, freckle-faced, red-headed little runt boy come in from the backside of his daddy's field with sheep mess all over his feet, his dirt clothes dirty. And when he walked in the house, God said, Samuel, that's the king. So don't, come on now, I'm here to tell you, aren't you glad that God made a coat? to cover our sins. Aren't you glad he made a way to come back in his presence after all that we failed, after all that we did? It's not over. Somebody shout, it's not over. My sweet God, y'all about to kill me right now. Woo! Is anybody getting help today? It ain't over. God kills that lamb, takes that coat, covers them. The bloody lamb skin, hear me, made a way back for them into the presence of God. Even after God covers them, hear me, notice, even after God covers them with the blood of the lamb, life's not over. Too many proclaim life's over after they fail in their spirit or life. It's over. No, it's not. Ephesians 2 and 4. But God, who is rich in mercy. Oh, he's a multi-billionaire. Why don't you quit sucking on your lemons this morning? Get a happy face and know that God's got a lot of mercy for you. Quit getting down on yourself. Because you slip, you fell, but you back up, you're at church today. You ain't giving up, you ain't quit, and God's got a lot of mercy for you. Come on. 
Come on, somebody praise you. Somebody praise you for the mercy. Somebody praise you for the mercy. Aren't you glad for his mercy today? How many knows you're here because of his mercy? Oh, listen to this, listen to this. Oh, my sweet Jesus. Now God set them outside. Get this, after he covers them, follow me. He covers them with the lamb's skin. He sets them outside in another world to work. Life's not over. Everybody said, life's not over. Life's not over. You, 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 life's not over. You've got a new start. God sets them outside from the garden, Brother Jason, into a new world. Now, this new world has some new challenges. But the oak curse can't hold them. Now, the old curse is done away with. They're free from it just like you. And he sets you in a new world. But it's left up to you how you're going to make the new world your new world. Adam and Eve had to get to work. Can I tell you, quit letting the devil beat your brains from the sins you did in the past. If you repented and they're covered with the blood, they're behind you. You're free from the curse. Now he sets you in a new world. Somebody shout, get to work. Shout, get to work. Say, get to work. Get to work. Come on, my God, we need some aerobics in here. Get to work. I don't know if it's on time. Some of you get in exercise, but I know it's kind of hard for you to go. But if that's all you do, get it to going, baby. That's fine. Just let him know. I thank God for your mercy. I thank God for the second chance. I thank God for the new world. How many thanks God for where he puts you at? It's you that determines how it comes out. It ain't the devil that determines. It's you that determines it. It's you that determines how you get it. It's you that determines how it turns out. The devil can't hold you. Your past can't hold you. Your cur- oh, I feel it today. But now, outside in the new world, they had to work. Somebody shout work. They don't pass out. They had to work to make a new life because their sins, you ready? Because their sins put them there. Some of you are contending with things. God didn't put you there. Your sins put you there. But life ain't over. Life ain't over. So get your head up, put a smile on your face, and know that Jesus gave you a second chance. Even when you were hiding in your sin, he was still calling, hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, Levi. Hey, Nick. Hey, Amber. Hey, Brother Eddie. Hey, hey, hey. Where you at? 
you at, Brother Brian? Where you at? He ain't going to give up on you. You got a God ain't going to quit on you. You got a Father that ain't going to quit loving you. You got a Father that's going to keep reaching for you. Aren't you glad you got a daddy like that? Woo! They had to work because the sins put them there. It's not your old sins that's coming, that's going to hold you back from obtaining a better life. Your curse of your old sins have you dealt with. But they are the ones who removed you and put you in the place you are. Adam and Eve had to get to work to obtain a life outside the garden. This side, you ready? This side of failure. They're on this side of failure. Come on, folks. I'm preaching the will of God. We're on this side of failure. We're on, it's, it's amazing how some of scream louder at a football game and a basketball game. I don't get emotional in church. Well, what did that daggum football pigskin do for you at Calvary? It sure didn't lay his three hands down, his feet down on an old rugged cross. Aren't you glad for the blood? that washes our sins away. Aren't you thankful for the old rugged cross? My God, it makes me want to shout. It makes me want to dance. It makes me want to leap when I talk about the blood, when I talk about his mercy, when I talk about his grace. Oh, it makes me want to shout. Hear this, saints. You listen to say this side of failure. Your sins, your sins, saints, have been forgiven. And they have the curse. And they have the curse has been, it's been removed from you. God has set you outside of your failure. You're in a time, new time. Get to work. Get back to the life you lost in the garden. I said get back to the light. Start working for it. You hear me? You know what scares me and they did the other morning? All the words come across this pulpit and even old ones. Old ones is setting their ways. I ain't changing. They, they even believe in that. I, I can't even change. I'm just going to sit here. You're going to die a miserable individual and I even doubt some even go to heaven because of having some bitterness, unbelief. God's coming back for a church that's with faith. And faith without works is dead. But does anybody believe with your praise and your shout that God will honor his word? Can I tell you, don't you let the devil break you in the brain and tell you God can't restore your life. That's a lie. God's going to put you in a place where you can obtain your life back. I prayed this week and I saw it in the spirit. 
I prayed. I seen hands on blessings that people were praying for. And I laid my hands on those hands. Uh, and God released those hands. Uh, and the blessings you're praying for. God said, demand these hands, flesh, to release it. And I released it. I prayed and it released it. And I see those blessings come into your life. I'm here to tell you, you may not see it. You may not feel it. But God's releasing some things that are going to come to you. They're going to come to you. They're going to come to you. Flesh has been holding. Oh, flesh has been holding. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, but I see God releasing that flesh. And those blessings are coming to your house. Those blessings are coming to your family. Those blessings are coming to your Somebody claim it. It's yours. It's yours. Somebody open your mouth and let it come out. Somebody speak with the tongue. Somebody speak with your spirit. Somebody speak with your spirit. I said somebody speak with your spirit. Speak, 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 speak. You got the Holy Ghost. Come on, let us speak right now. Come on, speak. Come on, come on, come on. It's here, it's here, it's here, it's here, it's here, it's here. It's here. It's here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That flesh is going to release it. Come on, come on, come on. I see healing. I see healing. I see deliverance. I see blessings, I see breakthrough, I see it coming, I see it, it's not over, it's not over, it's not over. Let me tell you some of you young men, some of you young, when you sit here nonchalant like you live for the world and everything God's going, he ain't going to give you nothing. You think, ah, uh-uh, you get it, it's your will, but it ain't going to be the will of God. But I'm here to tell you, you stretch forth your hand, your heart, and you give your life to God, and you watch the divine will and blessings of God unfold in your life. Let me tell you something, boys. If all the other boys backslide, don't backslide. God's going to honor you. Girls, don't backslide because everybody else is backslide. You live for God. God's going to honor you. Uh, feel him. Hey. Yeah. Say I had to, oh God, I feel it. Say they had to work. They're on this side of failure. Now they gotta work. Does anybody see that? Some of you ain't even moving and you don't probably don't hear nothing. Anybody just see what I taught priest? Make sense, Brother Joel? Now follow this. Joshua, God made a way across the Jordan for Israel. He divided the Jordan so they could go across. Now he tells them, you got to take Jericho. I'm I'm about through. You got to take Jericho. He tells Joshua and Israel, but don't you partake of anything in Jericho. Don't take of anything in Jericho because it's all accursed. Silver and gold are mine, he said. Now Achan fails the test and takes the cursed things and takes them and put them in his home. 
Now, God's favor was on Israel, but Achan's sin cursed them. Joshua sends Israel to fight Ai. And 36, only 36 men out of 3,000 die, but it disturbs Joshua. He knew there should have no man died. He falls and cries out to God and said, God, what happened? Why did we have death among our men? And God said, you got sin in the camp. The favor of God was gone because of sin. Now, you can play, and you play Russian roulette with yourself if you want, and think God's going to honor you because you got sin because of who you are. Sin will kill the favor of God. I told Tom and Shelly when they went to Texas, I sat down with her, looked her eye to eye. I said, whatever you got sin in your life physically, any physical habits, you get rid of them. I looked at her. Sister Kelly and I said, anything, you hear me? We was nose to nose. I said, anything in your spirit, you let it go. Anything. I said, because I want your life free from the curse. I know, yeah, yeah, some of you playing, you're playing with it. But sin curses God's favor. God, Joshua, what can we do? God reveals, long story short, he said, take Achan. Achan admits, I've sinned. Takes him and his family down to the valley. Stones them. Burns them. The family, the stock, mom, dad, kids and all. Ai, Joshua sends his men back to Ai. Destroys the whole and not one man dies. You hear me now? You hear, hear me now. Mm. You cannot allow sin to change your mind and to stay in the failure. You've got to deal with it. Come on now. Come on. After God forgives you, you've got to get to work taking back what he's took from you. You got to be aggressive. You, 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 you got to be aggressive. You got to be aggressive with the enemy. Yesterday, our men, we had a safety training here. About 15 of us and another church was here. You know, if you see Marlon's face all scratched up, well, he volunteered to be the bad guy. And we just didn't talk about how to defend. We fought hand to hand, slamming and jamming and ramming over tables and chairs and stuff. Well, I wouldn't have done that. Well, that's how I am in the spirit. I'm kicking tables and chairs and busting walls. Because I want to show him how I'm going to deal with him he comes in. I, I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking. I'm talking the Holy Ghost. Somebody, you got to get violent with the devil. And Joshua said, "We're going to deal with what what's hindering us." Anybody ready to de- deal with what's hindering you? I said, "Anybody ready to deal with what's hindering?" You? Hey. you see, God, God's favor returned after Joshua dealt 
with aching and the sin. I don't care if it's spiritual, physical. Get rid of it. In my text, man, I feel him. Feel him talking. Israel had they had two scapegoats. They had one goat they would kill and take the blood and pour it upon the altar for the for the atonement. But they would take one goat, and the high priest would lay his hands on that goat's head and place the sins of Israel on that goat. And a runner would take that goat as far in the wilderness to where the goat couldn't find his way back. He would take him so far out he couldn't find his way back. And that said, God said, I'm removing the sins of Israel as far as the east from the west. So their sins can't curse them. You know what? Your old sins ain't cursing you. It's what you're doing now. It's what you're doing now. Your old sins have been forgiven. They're on the blood. God took away the curse. So Adam and Eve are set outside. They're covered with the blood. So what they did then made their new life. So what are you doing now? What are you doing? What are you doing now about your new life? You got to get to work. Adam was going to experience some thorns in his hands. Eve was fixing to bear some pain for having a child. And the man was going to sweat by his brow to even get some potatoes and some corn and some apples and some beans. So what are you doing now? It's not over. God's took away your curse. Won't you quit there and sitting there and thinking and let your brain drive you crazy. Let the devil, the adversary, cause you to go crazy. It's your pa- it ain't your past sin. Your past sin has been dealt with. Stand to your feet, please. I feel the Spirit of God right now. Now, if you don't mind for just a, f- a couple of seconds, close your eyes, bow your head, lift your hand, whatever you may want to do, precious saints. But I want you to say, Lord, I'm ready to deal with it, and I'm ready to get to work. Now, this message was for your adversary to tell him. It's not over. Come on, it's not over. It's not over. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.